Uh, we did. We did intercession is what we did. We, we didn't talk about it. We did it. That's what we're supposed to do as the church. James said, don't just be a hearer of the word. Be a what? That's what we are. We're doers. Doers of the word. So if you don't have, I think there's some extra of these outlines in the back. Just take one home. There's some good scriptures on it. Um, we, we can get them off. They're behind the, uh, the book and tape back there. But there's just some good scriptures. And then um, good scriptures, like I said, for you just to memorize and meditate on. Just build, build, build that reservoir of his word in your heart. It's like a treasure chest. Your heart is the treasure chest. And his word is the treasure. And the more you can load up in that thing, you're just, when you need to draw on that account for yourself and for others, you've got it. You're not like, hmm, what am I going to do about this situation? Oh, I know I'm going to do I got that. I got the word. I got the word on it. I know what I'm going to do. I know what I'm going to say. I'm going to know what I'm going to declare. And it's easy to start speaking the wrong things, when, especially when you're in the situation. I'm guilty of it. So, I mean... James said, confess your faults one to another that you might be healed. And then he said, the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous avails much. I'm not, I, this is my confessional. This, you guys are like the Pope or the priest. And then after I'm done, you know, confessing all my stuff to you guys, then I do four Our Fathers, five Hail Marys, and rosary sometimes. I'm just kidding. That's just, I did that for some of my Catholic friends. My. <laughs> oh, there's born again Catholics, you know. There, there, there is some out there. It was too funny. I'll have to tell them myself since I'm confessing. There, uh, so I, I took the kids for their Jane. She's riding the bike, but she's not super confident for the trails and stuff yet. So I like taking her to the big parking lots. So we went over to the uh, Methodist church parking lot. And so the kids are like, you know, they're just like, so what? What is a Methodist? What does that mean? I'm trying to think, how can I explain well, I don't really know exactly their doctrine or their, their faith or anything. And I, and I said, well, do they believe in the same God we do? And I'm like, yeah, they, they believe in the same God. They believe in Jesus. I said, well, let me, how can I explain this? And then we just were eating some chips and salsa. I said, well, it's just like different salsas. You got mild salsa. You got medium salsa. And you got hot salsa. And then, you know, this, the, nowadays they measure the, the, the spiciness of these peppers on a special scale. Yeah. I was like, oh, what? Yeah. yeah, I mean, if this pepper is a 300, this one's seven, and then this other one is like one million Scovilles or whatever they call them. And I'm like, dang. So I told the kids, I'm like, well, the Methodist church, I was probably be more like a mild salsa. <laughs> And our church is more like the Holy Ghost pepper. Because the ghost pepper is like the hottest pepper in the world. I said, so there you have it. If you go to different churches, they're just a little different flavor, different salsa. It still tastes good with chips. They still believe in Jesus and still going to the Lord. But they're just, you know, they just don't have the Holy Ghost pepper. You know, they're, they're trying to ask what the difference of our church was. So I, had, I thought that was a good way to explain it. So now you guys will be thinking about that. That... Uh, the habanero, mango habanero salsa, the Holy Ghost pepper church. Amen. <laughs> Doing stuff with Jesus. I got sidetracked. Sorry. I'm all lost now. You guys got me all messed up. We were just praying and then you just get out of it. You just, you're just gone. You're just in the prayer mode. 
You guys feel like you guys feel good too? Like I'm just like this is cool. I like this feeling. Amen. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Okay. So, tonight we're going to be talking about the prayer of the righteous. As I was seeking the Lord, this is what just kept coming up in my spirit. The prayer of the righteous. We are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And I kind of got into this a little bit as we were, yeah, I don't know what we were doing at that point, praying, but just our position, our position and where we're seated and our authority and using that, what, what God has given us for his purpose, for his glory, for his kingdom. So right there in that line, if you have a pen or, or a pencil or whatever, you're taking notes on your phone, just, just, just say you are, I am. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You have a position you have power, you have authority. And when it comes to prayer and our time together as a church and your time alone in your prayer closet and your prayer time, when we're praying, these, these foundational things are so key because if, we, if you don't step into that place, you're not going to see the results that you're expecting to see from the Word of God. You're not going to see these promises happen because you haven't stepped into that position. And I feel like God just spoke to me. Like if you're not standing in that place and you're not positioned to execute the authority and the power that I've given you through your righteousness in Christ Jesus, then you're not going to see the results in the production of your prayers like you should be. And so I just took that to heart and said, okay, Lord, I'm going to do that. And then that's when I was kind of thinking about the different offices that people have in the natural. You've got the different offices um, in the government, but the, the kingdom of God is a kingdom. And so there's apostles, there's, past, there's prophets, pastors, teachers, evangelists, but there's also the body who all has gifts, talents, and abilities, all has position and authority in Christ Jesus, who all can make intercession and pray with authority and execute God's word and rightly divide the word of truth, study to show themselves approved, and really, really just get some stuff done. And you can read historically, you can read different men and women of God throughout the ages who knew who they were in Christ. They knew their righteousness. They knew what that meant. They understood their position and they were able to maximize what God had called them to do and fulfill their purpose in Christ Jesus because, I believe, because they knew who they were. They knew their righteousness. They knew that, it, that where they stood, they understood their position, they understood the power that they had and the authority that they could execute on the earth through Christ. And when we can do that, we're, I, I believe we're going to see more results. We're going to see the production. And that's what it's about. I mean, I, I didn't do all the work in the garden and do, build these boxes and put the dirt in and go out there and put the little irrigation thing in. And thank God, by the way, that I did the automatic drip system because there was like four things that I didn't put in the automatic drip system and they're dead. But everything on the drip system is going wild. Like, I don't know. I didn't realize you can trim some of that stuff. It's taller than I am. There's tomatoes or... Now I can't even reach them, so I don't know what I'm going to do about that. I'm going to get a ladder or something, but it's, it's, it's out of control. But I heard you can trim them, and they like it, I guess, but I didn't know that. So this is my first year, first year gardener. But thinking about, thinking about that, thinking about the gardening, I didn't put in the effort just so that I could have a garden. I put in the effort because I want the results and the vegetables that are coming off of the labor that I put in. 
So now I'm enjoying the, the tomatoes, I'm enjoying the cucumbers and the spaghetti squash and whatever else is out there. And, and I'm enjoying that because I executed the right thing. You're laughing at me? <laughs> I'm not giving you any now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'll bring some. I'll bring some. They're good. I said that I did it because I want the production. I want the produce. I want the results. I'm not practicing. I am doing, I'm not doing that for, for fun. I mean, even though it's been really enjoyable and fun to do with the kids, and they go out there and just start. I mean, it's been great. Great. They go out, they pick it, they eat it as they're picking it, and they bring it in the house. It's just a great, great time. So they're having lots of fun. So that is a bonus. But I did it because I want the production. I want the results of that labor. And in our prayer life, we should want the same thing. We should be like, hey, if this isn't happening, what's going on here? When, when I'm not seeing the results that I feel like I should be seeing personally, I'm like, God, okay, I know the problem's not on your end. <laughs> we, right? I mean, am I the only one that thinks like this? God, I know the problem's not on your end. So what am I missing? And you know, God's so good, he tells me. <laughs> Real quick. Well, you messed up. That's what. You're not sitting in your place. You're not executing the authority that I've given you. You're not, you're not standing in your righteousness. And when you do these things, you're going to start to see more results. And I'm thank God. I mean, I see results, but I want more. I just feel like he kept saying, there's more, there's more, there's more. I'm just, I feel like we're just scratching the surface in the spirit realm of what we have available in Christ Jesus. And I'm excited about it. So I just want to inspire you tonight. You're here on Tuesday night because you're hungry. You love the Lord. You love his word. You love what he wants to do in the earth. And you love his purposes and his plans. And so just get ready. Just get, just, just absorb it as he's pouring out his spirit, as he's living water is going forth. We're just going to absorb it and stir up and, and go ahead and, and, do it. I don't know. We're gonna. Are we gonna do this? Yeah, we're gonna. Maybe. I. <laughs> I do want to do this one part. We. Are, we are the righteousness of God through faith in Jesus Christ for all who believe. If we don't get anything else tonight, this is the most important thing. You cannot ever let the devil rob or cheat you out of your righteousness in Christ Jesus. As soon as you feel you're condemned and, and you're not worthy and, and, you, and you make mistakes and then you feel like, well, you know, that would be great, but I blew it. Yeah, we confess our sins and he's faithful. First John 1, 9, he's faithful and just to what? Forgive us and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. He says when he removes our sins, I heard someone, this was, uh, this was interesting. I never thought about this before, but I heard a gentleman, so I'm not, I'm not taking credit for it. He was at juvenile, juvenile Hall and he said, you know how God says he removes your sin as far as the east is from the west? He goes, he, goes, he didn't say he removes it from north to south. Because if you go around the world, north to south, you, you, get, you get back to it again. But if, if you go east, you can always go east. And you'll never be going west. Never come back. But if you go north to south, you have to go back north. Once you go south, you have to go back north to get to the top. But if you go east or west, you never have to go the other direction. You're never going to come back across that same thing again because that's how far God has removed it. And I just thought, that's cool. I mean, just little things like that people come upon. It's like just neat. But God has created the heavens and the earth. 
and the stars and all these different things. I mean, it's so amazing when you think about different, just the, just the, the endless possibilities of unlimited potential that we have in him. And, and I, want, I want to tap into that. So we are the righteousness of God through faith in Christ Jesus. And this is in the English Standard Version. For all who believe, for there is no distinction. I like that part. And because of him you are in Christ Jesus, who became to us wisdom from God, righteousness and sanctification and redemption. And then Philippians 3, 9, this is the second part of it. And be found in him, not having a righteousness of my own that comes from the law, but that which comes through faith in Christ. The righteousness, listen to this. This part I really thought was interesting because it requires us to continue to have faith in that and to execute and be in that position in place. The righteousness from God that depends on faith. Depends on our faith. So we can let it go. We can, we can, you know, we can not be in faith, not be in righteousness. But when it comes to our prayer, the prayer of the righteous, us availing much, the whole purpose of what I felt the, the urgency tonight to just impart was is that there, the effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous avails much. You are the righteousness of God. There is power that you're ready to just wield and execute and do what he's put in your heart to do, and there's nothing that can stop you. You're more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. Thanks be to God who always, I love that, causes us to triumph, 2 Corinthians 2.14, in his name, and makes manifest savor of his presence in every place. This Daniel 11.32, God gave me this scripture the other day. He shall seduce with flattery those who violate the covenant, but the people who know their God shall stand firm and take action. King James says they will be strong and do exploits, great exploits. And then I just had this on my heart, uh, just about the pastor was preaching about just the different things they did for the Hebrew boys to give them a taste of the, of the king's delicacies. And I just really was just just picking up on pastor. I was talking about just to giving the kids, I mean, your grandkids and your, your children and other people's children, just continue to, to just give them the taste of the things of God, just to keep that before them, allow them to, 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 to feel his presence, allow them to pray with you and, and just be in a place where they have a desire for him. And I love that illustration I've told you before, but just how they can tell the difference at a bank from the counterfeit and the natural because they're so familiar with the real that when the counterfeit comes, it just, it's not right. That's what we want for our lives, our children's lives, this generation to know that there's a counterfeit devil who's trying to rip people off, get them caught up with all these different uh, mediums and psychics and, and all that stuff. And it's real, but it's not the Holy Ghost pepper, okay? It's, it's a different spirit. It's a demon spirit. It's the demonic spirit. It's the devil who is using seducing spirits. And the Bible talks very, very specifically, if I can say that word, about how um, King Saul tried to, you know, bring, have the medium bring up the spirit of the prophet because he was really upset about the whole thing, how he blew it. But God said, you're not to mess with that. You're not to, to, to mess with sorcery or witchcraft and things like that because God, was trying, God has, has made it clear in his word that he's the, he's the one. 
the true God. And so there's, there's young people getting caught up in all this stuff, and it's popular in the movies. They got the Ouija boards. They got the tarot cards. They got the palm readers. On every other corner, you see a psychic. And we got the real thing. I can tell them their future real quick. You get involved in that stuff, let me tell you what. It's not going to be good for you. I remember that Charlie thing. Which one? On the TV or something? No, I just, I got it off of Charisma Magazine. They send me emails and YouTube and whatever. But it was some real evil thing that yeah. started, like, on social media. And they started calling on spirits and really... Oh, yeah, I heard something about yeah. that. Even the kids at school. No, Jack, yeah, Jack told me, that, yeah, they're, they're, it's, it's experimenting with this, the, in the spirit realm. Yeah, but was. these kids... These kids don't realize. They think it's a game. Yeah. It's, we're not talking like a game like sleight of hand, magic trick, you know, show your card. That's a king of hearts. You like that card? You know, here, there it is. This is the real, you know, this is a real thing. It's real spiritual thing. And people do that stuff. And um, it goes to a whole nother level. But, yeah. So, but greater is he who's what? In us, you know, I've never, never. I mean, I've, I've cast out devils and, you know, different things like that, and it never really, you know, it, may, it makes me more mad. I hate to say it, but I get like this holy, mad, like because I don't know why. I, the only thing I can think of is because I see somebody getting robbed of their virtue and their, 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 you know, God-given right to just be a child of God. And, and when you just see somebody being tormented like that, I just get so mad. I'm, mad. I'm not mad at the person. I'm just mad at the devil. But somehow I just want to kick him. You know. And I remember, I remember we were in church in here when, I don't know how many months ago it was, but I was just wanted to relax. I'll make this long story short. But God's gonna, this is going to happen to you, some, you know, when you least want to do something. And so just be ready, because I'm just giving you a warning out in advance. The Lord's going to, this is going to happen to you too. But I just wanted to come to church and relax. I have my flip-flops on. I'm just chilling with the family, and I'm, someone else is preaching. And I don't think pastor was around. And, and there was this girl, and she's just, I could just tell she was demon-possessed. And I'm just like, all right, well, somebody's going to handle that. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and get the kids from the nursery, you know, you know, not nursery, but I was going to go pick up the kids in the classrooms, and I get over here, and I hear the Spirit of God saying, just go deal with that thing, and I said, I'm, I'm not even, I'm not, Lord, I had the right, right flip-flops on, you know, the same ones, but I was still in flip-flops, and I just, I, I just got mad, and I, <laughs> and I asked them, because I wasn't in charge of the service, and it was one of, the, one of the ushers or the altar helpers. And I said, is someone going to deal with that? And he goes, no. And I just, no. I said, all right. And I, I just came over there. And I just said, in the name of Jesus. And I just, I was just mad. I wanted to just, but I didn't. I just, in the name of Jesus, come out of her and just started doing this funky demon thing. But I think she got, I mean, then, then it was great. After that, lots of people were praying for her, and she just, she just needed the love of the Lord. But she needed to get set free, and so God will ask you to do things sometimes even when you feel like you're chilling. So be, 
willing. Amen. Let's pray. Father, tonight, you had your way in this place, Lord, and we give you all the glory. Lord, we couldn't orchestrate it. Father, we just thank 